Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Okay, here we are. Chris, it's so good to see you. It is good to see you, buddy. We are in a different location. It reminds me of the first time we actually recorded. Yeah, well, the first time was Sweetwater. First time here in this building. Yes, I agree. We were in the gathering space. Yeah, yeah. We've we've had a few. By ourselves. We've had a few places here that we've called home. Yeah, but we're not in the pod lounge. We're not. It's too hot up there. It is. I didn't even go up there, and I know it's too hot. It it was it was better than I thought it was when I went up to grab these mics, mm-hmm. but it would have gotten stuffy. Yeah, <clears throat> we yeah. need some fans in there. Yeah, but the fans make noise. Yeah, true. Window, busy street. So anyway, here, so here we are downstairs. It, and and what a cool opportunity that we're embarking on. Yeah, yeah. So we we've got a ton of gear out. We're only using half of it because we have a duplicate we have like basically two entire studios and one studio is coming home with me and one studio is going home with kylie Woo-hoo. so that we can record in the comfort of our homes <laughs> which is not the most ideal for our conversations no however no. We're, as, gonna, we're gonna make the best of it as even the listeners have have found you know it's it's a schedule's a struggle sometimes yeah a and bit, so a little bit meeting up physically we will continue to do as best we can, but this also gives us the option to still put out some fun stuff. Some quality content. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Oh, whatever. <laughs> you, if we took content at least. If okay, there you go. If we took a if we t- <laughs> if we took a, a survey of our from our listeners. Uh-huh. Is this quality con- Actually, here's here's what I would say. Congratulations, first of all. Yes. You are engaged to be wed. Engaged to be wed. And things went extremely well. She's my ex-girlfriend now. <laughs> oh, she's going to hate me for this shit. <laughs> yeah. you, you knew that. You're, you're not doing well already. It is my favorite thing to call her my ex-girlfriend. And I, so I can't wait to call you my ex-fiance. My, a, a friend of my mom and dad's mm-hmm. would introduce he, he and his wife as this is my first wife, Nancy. And it's his only wife, I but ma- I can't make that joke. But it makes <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe I'll be physically assaulted <laughs> if I make a joke like that. But so I'm just telling the line with the girlfriend thing. <laughs> I'm glad it went well. Yeah, and yeah, you were there. I had a little luncheon. Yeah, very, yep, very yep. nice. But I, I, where I was going was yeah. engaging with some people that I hadn't seen for quite some time. Yeah, friends of yours. Yeah, and friends of mine as yeah. well, but hadn't seen in a while and. Had some very, very encouraging positive. I don't even think I told you that. I don't know. Yeah, had a very great encouraging conversation with somebody that um, just didn't just say, hey, I like the podcast, but gave some great oh, feedback. Cool. Yeah, just. That's cool. Yeah. You know, my, my dad said something important that I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I kind of dismissed. I didn't even share it with you, and I kind of dismissed it because it was my dad. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's, it. It's probably more true than I was willing to give credit for, but it's my dad. So, sure. You know, we missed a week. We recorded and then we missed a week. Yep. My dad called me after that, that second time we missed one. And he's like, You guys have to figure out how to keep doing this. He goes, You don't know, you don't realize how important your podcast is, how important what you say is, and what you're putting out there. 
Oh, wow. said, you need to continue doing this. Don't, you know, try not to miss him again. Wow. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that meant, that, meant, that meant a lot. Yeah. It was great to see him last weekend. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Shout out, Superfan Bob. Superfan Bob. But, but I, you know, I've. You know who doesn't get any credit? <clears throat> who? Superfan Layla. My mother also listens to every episode. It was good. I mean, it was good to see your parents. I didn't mean to say. I oh, just, I, I don't, feel like I have I a relationship. I wasn't calling you out. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. I have a relationship. I mean, we've never had my mother in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom, I don't think we will. <laughs> you know, it, it's, I mean, we, we joke about quality content, yeah. but, you know, one of our very dearest, closest friends has, has said the same thing. Like, because, and I think this is true, and maybe it's another thing we didn't, don't give enough credit for, mm. is... It's edifying. It's mutually edifying for you and I. Yeah, for sure. To have these conversations. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when we can't find time or don't find time to just connect, whether it's in front of a microphone or not. But, but recently, because of our crazy busy lives, that's what it has been. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we don't have any more delays. I don't think we'll. Or breaks. No, I guess <sighs> uh, it was a very exciting engagement. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy how it all worked out. I'm glad she said yes and is still talking to me. <laughs> she was so excited. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. She was shocked too, yes. walking into that. It room. was it was a legit surprise. Yeah. Which I don't I don't have many of those in my life. I usually blow things. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm very proud of myself too for well, actually having a surprise. This is it's a good thing. It is. It is. It's a good thing. Definitely gonna mellow me out. Yeah. In my ears. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> God. Do you hear that, listeners? Uh, <laughs> anyway. I went from your yes engagement yes to, uh, to other offici- offici- officiating a wedding. Nice, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was so cool to see. So the first couple years that I was at Leo High School mm-hmm. as an athletic trainer, I was there for three years before yeah. I went full time doing this. And man, there were just some kids, upperclassmen, that I just really connected with. And and the groom was one of them, oh, and cool. so to watch like all these kids come back that I some of them I haven't seen for what was that? That was a while ago, yeah. you know, seven years ago. Some yeah. of them I hadn't seen since they were in high school. Wow! And to just see what they were doing, and it, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, just fun to see see, yeah. see people celebrate, yeah. you know, and and be doing well. So. Celebrate love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, we've got, I don't know. It's been my, personally, my life attitude has been just, I feel a sense of refreshment for sure from mm-hmm. the Lord. I know we've talked about that over the last several months of um, heaviness and uh all that and yeah. man, I just feel energized and um, but man, it, as that all is happening, you know, we watch in the news and we there's some stuff we see this uh, you know, you got the war going on in Ukraine and you got stuff going on and actually, praise Jesus, like I've I really don't get on social media hardly right. at all yeah, anymore, been, yep. which I'm super excited about. I, I finally stopped sending you stuff on Instagram. <laughs> Like, you're never going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa asked me last night. She goes, did you read that? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she goes, oh, I sent it to you on Instagram. I'm like, no. 
I had no idea. I should probably fill her in with what's going on in my life. But <laughs> anywho. Uh, <laughs> so I, this I, is what I have to look forward to. I don't even watch the news okay. very much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because it can become heavy. and uh, Not that I don't, I don't want to be ignorant to what's happening in the world. But also I don't want to be consumed by it. Yeah. And I think that over the last several years for sure has been something that I, I'm going to say has not just been a struggle for me, but probably people in general. Yeah. Um, so, man, this school shooting in Texas this week. Yeah. Um, absolutely horrifying. I mean, I, Teresa and I lay in bed and she'll, she'll flip through some stuff and read, read some articles and, and just – absolutely dev she's like i just want to i want to vomit it's just so upsetting to think about the amount of time to think about little kids to think about a place that should be nothing but safe and um, uplifting to kids as they you know start their lives become educated uh, develop friendships and learn and grow and thinking about you know my wife being you know in the education system Uh, yeah yeah, you know, it's, and that it's close. That it's I mean, besides your your kids, right. you know, you, there's just a definitely a focus on what's happened and um, and and in her position over the last you know years now at this point, you know, thinking about different ways, the ways that the buildings have changed, and uh, the way that a parent can or cannot or anybody can, but even a parent can can or can't enter a school, and there's you know. Mm. You, at my kids' schools, you go in the first set of doors, you know, usually there's two sets of doors, mm-hmm. and it, you're essentially locked in there. Yeah. I mean, you can leave, yeah, but you, but can't, you can't go, go any further until someone until, you. Yes, yeah. buzzes you in. And um, So just to think about, I mean, and, and, and it's fresh, right? It was this week, so I don't want to make a, a ton of assumptions about, you know, how it was handled from a law enforcement perspective or – you know, you hear that the, one of the teachers that was killed, you know, her husband the next yeah, day wow, ends up having wow. a heart attack and yeah, passes. Dies, and yeah. I think left four kids behind. And wow. So in processing all that and the little bit that I have kind of popped on Facebook a little bit here and there just to really anymore to see what people are doing, you know, pictures of kids and different things. And, you know, we can get into it. We can get in a huge debate. I think you and I are probably on a similar side of the debate, but I don't want to necessarily get into the politics of it yeah. and, and all that in general or, or in specifics, I guess. We can a little bit, but, you know, I, I popped on and, and I immediately, in the, in the first 24 hours, I see posts that are just, I don't understand. I, I don't personally understand why that needs to be I, I i think we i don't know what it's not sensitive it's We're, not so it's not helpful more, yeah specifically so helpful. you know I, you you see all of them about the you know guns don't kill people people kill people yeah. it's the evil inside of people and 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 when it comes to that statement well yeah that's true you know um I, here I see some that after 9/11 we didn't ban planes we secured the yeah, cockpits yeah. secure the schools um and I can I can get on board with that to a certain extent however it's not helpful in this situation yeah first of all 
uh, second of all, planes weren't designed to kill people. Um, you know, I, I saw one as I, I tried to take somewhat of a middle ground to hear both sides of the story. You know, I, there's this whole list um, I'm showing you now. This whole list of Buffalo, Boulder, Orlando, yeah. Parkland, Vegas, Aurora, Sandy Hook. It's 288 schools long. Yeah, Tree of Life Synagogue. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not even school shooting. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And and it's all AR-15s. Yeah. And and that's what I mean. Like I have friends that hunt and that shoot and and have guns and and we can have the debate. I I, I I'm not an anti-gun person. I think that it can become a ridiculous argument to think, you know, they're, they're, you know, they take one thing, they're going to take them all, right. that sort of deal. But like this post specifically talks about AR-15s are designed for one purpose, to kill people and to kill as, as many, many people, people as they can, quickly as, as fast as they can. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't under... I can't go buy a grenade today. Yeah. It's a it's a weapon of war. I can't go buy a tank today. It's a weapon of war. And I think we get so attached, probably has to do with fear, that we 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 don't even make logical what I would say are logical arguments. Yeah. You know, I, here's another one. If if a kid is hitting people with a stick, I would blame the child and not the stick. However, I would still take the stick away. And I think, you know, I saw Steve Kerr, who coaches the NBA yeah. Golden Nuggets, and he just so angry and frustrated. And I feel like, why, who, who wouldn't be? Like, how many of these have to happen? And I, and I again, not, I'm not ignorant to the fact that there are other ways to kill people, that it is evil, that it is someone making that decision and someone can use a handgun or can use a different type of weapon. I get all that. I, I agree. I don't think that it's going to go away, but to be able to walk in and just, you know, slaughter 14, 16 people and, and law enforcement won't even go in because they're holding dangerous. It is because of what they're, yeah, yeah. the weapon that they're holding. Like, I I don't know. It's, Again, it's the I don't necessarily fully understand, and I'm not going to in any way admit to being an expert in any of this. Yeah, but um, and I feel like something's got to be done. Yeah, and and let's and let's because it's only increasing; it's only getting yeah, worse. Exactly. And and when we talk about post COVID and mental health and all this, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. The suicide rate is skyrocketing. Yeah, mental health issues are skyrocketing, and so now if someone is in that position and they have access to something that could spread evil and end people's lives in the way that it is yeah the hate the hurt the brokenness like uh, it's not the cure-all the cure is not to take ar-15s away the cure is not to take guns away but but yeah how long? Yeah. This. Yeah. And and let and let's be. Yeah. Let's be clear. Like we're not. We're not like ban every gun. Like yeah. Same. I have. I've. I've owned guns in my past. I don't anymore. Um. And I actually. I. I'm. I'm pretty open about why I don't. I tell people really clearly. Like I'm not anti-gun. I used to own some. I don't. And it's because during a really dark place in my life, mm. during my divorce, I know what thoughts I was capable of thinking. 
And I remember calling a friend and saying, hey, you got to you gotta come get this. Yeah. And, uh, and his name is Will. He came over and picked it up. And he said something to me that I'll never forget. Now, he wasn't talking about in general, but he was talking about that particular gun. Came and picked it up. It was, you know, I don't know, 10, 11 at night. And he said, Chris, I just want you to know, like, I love you. I'm never going to give this back to you. Like you will, you'll never have this again. Yeah. And, and again, he wasn't, he wasn't telling me how to live my life, but you know, years later it sunk in like, wow, like because of what I'm, because of what I know I'm capable of thinking, I, I don't think I'll ever own a gun again. And there've been times, look, as a single dad, I live near downtown Fort Wayne. Like I don't live in this, the, the, you know, the police are in my neighborhood more than I'd care for it. There are times I've thought about it and it's like, you know, I don't. I don't need. It. I have my salt gun for killing flies. <laughs> but so let's so let, let's get that out there. That this isn't this isn't a podcast of ban every gun. That's the answer. No, you know, uh-uh. not not at all. I want to make that really clear that we want to have a real a real conversation about this. And you know, and for and the for the so I I I went up journaling a bit um, about this on what was it, Monday Tuesday night whatever whatever night sure. it was. And it's funny you, where you landed because that's, I've all, like, from my response to every gun crisis, back to Columbine, right? It's like, we need more gun control. We need more gun control. I mean, that's clearly and obviously the answer, right? It occurred to me in journaling for the first time this week that that can't, like, that's not the only answer. And not that we don't no. need it, and just like you're saying, but for the first time I realized, wow, this is not a, a, a gun epidemic. This is an epidemic of social skills, of being able to like resolve conflict with one another. This is an epidemic of, men- this is, this is, this is what ha- worsening mental health. Like that, that a kid, or forget even a kid, an adult, right? Who, yeah. Anyone who feels so... Like the occurrence of people feeling so trapped and so bad and so poor mental health. And I mean, like the, ep- the, the, the occurrences of it getting so bad for someone that their only option they have is I'm going to take myself out as many people as I can. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to express my anger this way. Is, it's only getting worse. And, and it's, I think we're to the point where it's not, it's not just a gun issue. I mean, oh, you're right. No. Like, take no, look, look, no. take look, take away someone's ability to buy AR-15s. Take take away, uh, implement a waiting period. Uh, mental health testing. If you have some kind of record, right? Like, implement all those things. It will get safer. Absolutely. But there's also this thing of, man. But deal deal with the real issue now. And neither one of us are again. Neither one of us are on the side of the of the anti-gun. They should be banned in this country, but we're also not on the other side of like, ah, oh, this, this wouldn't be a problem if everyone had guns, right? Like, <laughs> you got that argument too. Yeah. No, no. Well, let's be really clear. Like, we're not, we're not on either one of those sides, and neither of those are helping. Neither of those are showing compassion, grace, and understanding. Neither of those are showing empathy. Neither of those are crying with, are are, are standing alongside of broken parents. Like, that's, that's the Christian, like, they'll know we're Christians by what? By our love. 
not by our our by the politi- way that we stand by for our, our politi- political yeah our political stance based on our our pseudo religious whatever right like <laughs> and that's where and that's where I, I I'm a big both and guy I think yeah. there's a lot more gray in life than there is black and white and um, yeah there in any in the in the drug epi- epidemic in gun control like it's a both and. Like there are clearly more and more broken people that need are in need of hope. Yeah. There are more and more, you know, mental health issues. There are more and more, um, all of it. We all know that. Like I don't need to repeat it. But also, how how do we make things safer? And and I go. I just go back to, man, those those posts that I see like you said like where because I'll say I'll say a majority of the the people that I've have reposted those comments um for you know or or against you know people using this as a way of gun control are people that are professing Christians yeah and it's like aren't we supposed to be mourning with those who mourn yeah aren't we supposed to be grieving and and it and here's where I always land when it comes to, and I, and I have to think about that on, you know, I don't post a whole lot of stuff anymore. If, if my argument is against seemingly against people, human, mm. humanity, yeah. whether it's this situation with gun, guns, gun control, whether it's racism, like sometimes if you look at the argument from a a slightly different lens, you're almost arguing for racism. (laughs) You're almost arguing for, hey, tough crap that 14 little fourth graders got slaughtered to death. Yeah. You you know, it's 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 not worth taking away our rights for that. That's a that's the price we have to pay for living in freedom. And and as a Christian, I don't understand. that. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Um. (laughs) And so I don't I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. I just I would surely hope that as a nation who professes to be a Christian nation, I don't believe that, but it, it is that our actions, the things that we say, the things that we do, the things that we fight for, the things that we that Jesus did. I'm I'm here for the oppressed and the broken yeah. and the yeah. hurting and that is of pri- highest priority. My American rights are not my highest priority. My Christian rights are my highest priority. And everything that bleeds out of that, be it Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, whatever, comes from the foundation of who Jesus was and is and taught and commanded. And that is a way of love that is a way of uh, being for humanity um, humility humbleness yeah. I said humility and humbleness <laughs> but like the low the lowly yeah. way to yeah. be for people and not to I just don't understand how I I don't understand it I wonder I wonder what it is and, and I don't know maybe it's worth exploring or maybe we'll never figure it out what is the what is the thing that drives people to after something like this just dig in their heels even more? 
Like what? You know, I think about okay, man, you're okay. You're a, you're a gun owner. I, I like I said, we we both know. Here's what I think it is. Yeah, it's the you're gonna take this mm. one instant, this one incident, and you're gonna change everything. And I don't. Here's the deal. What about if it's 288 instances? That's what that's shootings that's where I'm going to go. That's where I'm going to go is that's where it's like, how long are we going to continue to push this off and and not do anything about it? Like, what is the magic number? Yeah, I that's what I want to that's what I would want to ask. What's the magic number? 289. How how many kids or how many schools have to get shot up? How many innocent people have to be? But here's 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 what our country's founded on. We saw we saw it during covid. You, there is no, this is my individual right. There's no sense of what's the common good. I I hear this about when people talk about Canada, like what's the, what's the cultural difference between, you know, these two massive countries in North America, you know, and it's like, because there's a sense of common good. Yeah. There's a sense of we're going to do things that maybe aren't the best for me, but they're 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 best for the common good. And yeah. we, huh. it is all about me. Yeah. It is all yes. about my Agreed. rights. Agreed. And I think that's what the art, why we, why the tendency is to dig the heels in is because you can't take anything away from me. But that sounds so ridiculous to me, when the the option is less kids getting killed in schools yeah i don't i i I just man i wonder what it would look like i i just wonder what it would look like what what come how how disarming uh, no pun intended it would be for a community like that to hey we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave our guns at home and we're gonna go and we're gonna stand with people protesting we're gonna stand with like the the grieving community, hey, right now, like we're here for you. We understand this is a this is a huge issue, but in this moment, we're here to grieve with you. Like as a community, as a and then from there, right? Like then from there, stuff can happen. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm too idealistic. I don't know. But I I like we I wonder what that would what what would that look like? What would it take for that to happen? What would it take for that to happen? Here. <laughs> I feel like you could have said the exact same thing because I felt I heard the same things a couple years ago during the racial protests. Mm. Is yeah, why aren't my brothers? <laughs> I, think I said them. <laughs> why aren't my brothers and sisters down here on the courthouse lawn with yeah. me? Yeah, why? Because it is take all the the violence and destruction out of it. It's it's from a place it's it's happening from a place of pain. Yeah, it's happening from a place of disappointment and anger you know and so yeah what would it isn't that what it should look like right yeah oh man compassion and tenderness and mercy and grace and like these are the things that we should be living for and i i just don't i don't understand yeah i what what i keep saying that i know i I know and what 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 baffles me is if you do let's take pride out of the equation just for just a moment, right? And let's insert grace and compassion. And I, I don't know how you can look at this, at the issue of school shootings, mass shootings, and guns, 
And I, I don't understand how you could look at that and not be left with the conclusion that something's broken. That something's that something has swung too far. And again, so what whatever whatever that means, if you mean you know, like again, I'm not saying you have to believe well, guns are, every single gun is bad. No one should carry guns. We should be like, you know, most of the world and not carry a single gun. I, like, whatever. I, like, I'm not, I'm not here to make that argument. And if, if, I'm not saying you need to. But I just, like, I don't understand. How, how can you, that, that would be like staring at the sky and saying, no, it's, it's not blue. It's not blue. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pink sky. Well, that's, like, I, I, I haven't verified this. Yeah. But, you know, I, I see this post and I'm going to leave politics out of it. But um, banning of assault, ri- assault rifles in 1994, yeah. mass shootings dropped by 43%. After the ban expired in 2004, they increased 253 or something. Yeah, 243. And, and that's the, I'm not anti-gun, but do we need weapons of warfare on our, in, right. the, in the hands of right. the general public? Here's the deal. I'm reading a book. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I hear the applause. <laughs> I can read good. Uh, called Atomic Habits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I yeah, think we, we already we, have yeah. talked about this. If, if I have... If I have a fruit basket on my island in my kitchen, as opposed to fruit in the crisper in the refrigerator that I don't see... Like the visual, the accessibility is that I'm going to make the better choice more often than not. If I have asparagus and broccoli in the crisper in the bottom of the fridge versus I have it on the top shelf where, that I see. I mean, this is, talk about research, sure, how they sure. sell marketing, and right. sell anything. Like what is easily accessible, that's what's going to become my first choice. Now... And that's where I'm saying, I'm not saying that evil isn't going to take place. I'm not saying that p- there aren't going to be people killed or right. there aren't going to be, you know, I'm not saying that. But when something is seemingly, assault rifles, assault rifles are seemingly so easily accessible, when someone gets angry, are they going to do more damage with a handgun or right. with an assault rifle? Right. When somebody wants to... Wants if, to if the police are going to storm a school, are they more likely to do it <laughs> to stop someone if they're, you know, shooting off a, a handgun with only eight rounds in the chamber or an AR-15? Uh, like you know, an adult, and, and, an adult in the school yeah. is willing to go and tackle somebody with a handgun or with an assault rifle. Right? You know, like yeah. no, no, it I, changes I the whole dynamic. Yeah. And and again, that just goes for like what are we what are we fighting for? And yeah. if we were if our hearts are to protect and to love and like you said extend grace and compassion not just to those who are hurting but even in the the what are we putting in place yeah. up front that is keeping these things from happening i yeah it it's baffling <laughs> i i read a statistic i i don't know how true it is cuz i hesitate to say it up to this point cuz social media you know sure, but i sure. read a statistic and you seem like a conspiracy theorist. No, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That that at this point, gun deaths have become the number one leading cause of death for children in this country, as of this year or something like that. 
surpassing car accidents, all of the like gun deaths. Like what? Like you said, what is it? What is it going to take? What is it going to take? How many stories of? Did you hear the story about the little girl in the class that was who, in the room who smeared herself smeared with blood? blood and played dead? Yeah. Eleven years old. How? What did, did you think of CJ during that? Because I thought of Hava. Like, what? Are, are we? <laughs> what kind of training are we supposed to give our kids? Like, that's the answer. What? Hey, when when the school shooting happens, honey, here's what I want you to do. Like, that's the answer. We have an, I, I I even hesitate to bring this up because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm knocking it i'm not i'm actually really proud of the company i work for for um an initiative they're they're doing this very month uh, that just finished on like mental health Mm. so we had uh many many seminars we brought in local experts brought in all sorts of people on the issue of mental health managers in the building anyone who manages people had a certain number of meetings they were required to go to um, which I I love. It's not it's not optional, right? Yeah. Um, I and I you know one of the, one of the ones I went to again there were several required to, but one of the ones I went to was on like suicide prevention and like how to recognize signs of it, how to have the conversation because that's that's tough to do. I I get it, right? Like I, I that's yeah. in the workplace nonetheless. But there was a little piece of me that was like, man, how like how poor has mental health gotten? And how low of a priority it is for, for, how low of a priority has it been for so long Sure. that it's gotten to the point where your workplace not only has to be the, not only has to be the one responsible to put on these seminars, but they have to make it a requirement. Hey, if you want to be here and manage people, you better learn how to talk to people about, about their thoughts on suicide. You better learn how to recognize patterns for depression if you want to manage people in a professional environment. And again, I'm not knocking. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. But it's like, man, like, is that, like, that's what we've come to. (laughs) Well, because it was, I mean, I think just historically, you always hit it. If you did come out about it, it was stigmatized. Yes. And, you know. Yeah, but but we're at the point where it's so prevalent. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> I mean, if you see the numbers on on how many suicides, ha- what is it? Every it, I, I'm, I'm, I might I might be fudging this. I'm 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 trying not trying to, but something like every every 28 seconds or something like that, someone in this country, someone either thinks about. So I think someone thinks about suicide every like two minutes. Someone commits suicide. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 minutes, not <laughs> you know, not days. Oh, uh, it's seconds that people are thinking about it, and minutes that people are acting on it. And it's like, where's the th- yeah? We've said it. We've said it more than once. Where's the threshold for when school shootings? Like, do we? Do, I mean, do we have to have one like every day? Like, what's it going to take if we have if we have one every day? Is that is that the limit that people are going to start saying maybe 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 we don't need to have AR-15s available at Walmart? Yeah, I, I, I used to get angry like this stuff would. And, and obviously there's an element that is like I it, it's very frustrating. 
but really I'm at the point where it makes me sad. It makes me frustrated with the with people that are digging their heels in. Yeah. Because I don't understand how that's the mentality. It it, it it's what's the scripture when you know everything is is uh Permissible, but not Permiss- everything is beneficial. Right. Paul. Like, yeah. hey, what you're saying in some of these posts maybe isn't even inaccurate. Maybe right. it's factual. Sure. But it's not helpful yeah. in this moment. And I think that's the part where I just become sad of yeah. what is the professed church, the professed Christian in America that seemingly we're on the wrong side of the argument. Yeah at times. Yeah. And 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 devalue humanity, God's creation, little kids. Like I it's yeah. it's baffling to me, but I instead of being angry about it, I want to maintain um a hopefulness of as we share truth if, as we have loving conversations, not in condemnation, but in like help me understand this and let is there a willingness to hear a different perspective? Yeah. Um, where we're able to to love and to bring hope where there there is change, and I know that there's other people that would be like, no, we need to fight the fight, and I I just I I'm I'm yeah I'm on the other side of it with, with than you. <laughs> well, I'm I, on the side of I'm on the side of, and I, and, I, and I'm not saying this to put you down or anything like, but we can, I mean we can this. I'm on the side of I want to see anger. I want to see it because. I don't mean anger like let's go, you know, sure, trash a Walmart, sure, sure. you know, counter, but what I'm af- what I'm afraid of is oh no, this is just normal. Because here look, this happened yeah, yeah. this week and we're talking about it and every I imagine every podcast out there, every news uh I mean articles, everything, all, all the news outlets this is all they're talking about, but in a couple of weeks yeah, we're going to forget. Well, Right, we've already forgotten about the shooting that happened before in Buffalo, and we forgot about the one that happened before that, which was what a week. Exactly. Prior? Yeah. I, you know, I one of the most one it of the becomes most, it becomes normative. Yes, that's right. One of the most telling things I saw, uh, I saw someone I saw this tweet or something like that. He says, "You know, you know, there's a problem when someone says, did you hear about the shooting?'" And your response is, "Which one?" Oh wow! On a national level. So what I'm afraid of is like, we're just going to, yeah, like you said, it's going to become normal. We're going to be complacent. Oh, just, this is just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, every time this happens, the right, right, or the, you know, right, right wing gun nuts or whatever. I shouldn't have even said right wing. I, I we're not trying to make this a political thing, but gun nuts rise up and then, and then the, 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 the anti-gun lobby protests and, and then everything just quiets down and then it happens again. And that's what happens. Like, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's, there's I get there's that. I get yeah, that. And I get your side too. Like, cause there's, cause yeah. there's everything is a, it's a win or a loss. It's yes. not what's best for yeah. oh. the majority. It's a win or a loss in, in our political system. Yeah. And it, and it's killing people. Yeah. At this point, it's killing people. Like if, if <laughs> I just, and, and, and I know we need to, we need to wrap it up. Uh, if Jesus were here, if Jesus were here, I don't know what he would be saying about guns. I don't know. I mean, I, I have some, yeah. I have some yeah, thoughts. You do. No, I have some thoughts. Actually, no, never mind. I, I do know. Yeah. He, he did away on, on the cross. He did away with person-to-person violence. Yep. He did away with personal violence. He died for it all. 
He taught it. So not only would he be saying, put your guns down, just like he did, how many years ago, woman caught in the act of adultery, put down, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Hey, go ahead, shoot your, first, shoot your first bullet. But, hey, if you're without sin, you'd be the one to shoot it. But more, more than anything, if Jesus were here, he would be crying with mm. parents who lost their children. Yeah. Spouses who lost their husbands and wives. He'd be mourning with them. He'd be comforting them. He'd be caring for them. He'd be caring for classmates who saw their, their classmates get murdered. He, and you know, and he, actually, and here's the challenging part. You know what else he'd be doing? Those cops that effort, the whole pl- country's against right now, how could you not have acted? He'd be, he'd be comforting them too. Holding, holding people accountable, yes, but he'd still be comforting them and forgiving them and being there for them. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the hard part. We didn't even talk about that, and we don't need to. Well, and that's I, – I think you and I could sit here at the table yeah. and, and have this – we have the similar – we have a similar conviction based on our faith. Yeah. And, I, and I believe that that's what Jesus taught um, as, a, as a human being on this planet. Yeah. If you're not a person of faith – you know, I can, you know, even even a person of faith, I can get behind the, hey, I've got some guns to go hunting. Sure. You know. Um, or, or even the protect my family argument, what that could, you know. Uh, but that's whatever. how, that's the way we started. We yeah. can have that conversation. Yeah. But, yeah, when it comes to what we're seeing and yeah. what we saw this week, it's, uh, man, come Lord Jesus. Yeah. Be with those. I just that's my prayer that yeah. he's he's with exactly what you said that he is and and he is right yeah. you know god that we just we just ask that that you be with these families and and these officers this whole community um kids that are left behind by parents yeah. that were whose lives were taken uh the traumatic life that will continue for that little girl um covering herself faking her own death um God, just I mean, there's there's just so much hurt, so much pain. Can't even imagine. But God, we just ask your presence in that place with those people. We pray that that you, through the blood and in the name of Jesus, that you would um, change hearts in this country, um, in this world. Um, that you, as we know, ultimately are the victor and the overcomer of evil. God, that you would have your way swiftly in those times, God, that you would be with people that are struggling, um, in areas of mental health, that you would bring healing, um, that people would have, God, that people would maintain a sense of hopefulness and ultimately that they would find that in you. And, uh, we just pray that this was received well by those that are listening. And, uh, we thank you for, for being with us and hearing us, hearing our cries and our prayers and the power and the beauty of Jesus name. Amen. Amen. It's a good place to end. Till next time, bro. Yeah. Bye. Peace.